Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. On this podcast, I review movies, new and old. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I've been wanting to do one of these for a while. I'm actually going to do an actor profile, uh, basically talking about one of my favorite actors. Uh, In this case, it's going to be uh, the great actor Gene Hackman. So we're going to talk about him tonight. Again, you can get this podcast wherever you get your audio podcasts, including on Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio. You can get all episodes of this podcast on the website. The website is LetMeBendYourEar.com. If you want to email the show, the email is BendYourEarPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter. The handle is at BendYourEarPod. That's also the handle on Instagram and Twitch. Uh, If you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. Uh, If you could like the Facebook page, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. So before I get into the discussion of Gene Hackman, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Ray Liotta. Uh, If you've read the news or follow it, you know that he passed away uh, a few days ago at the age of 67. Uh, I believe in the Dominican Republic he was shooting a movie. Uh, He died in his sleep. So obviously Ray Liotta, fantastic actor of both movies and television. And as I found out in reading about his career, he did actually video games. I don't play video games, but apparently he was a major voice in one of the Grand Theft Auto uh, video games. So I did not realize that as well. So he did voice video games. Uh, of course, uh, Ray Liotta is best known for his portrayal of Henry Hill in the Martin Scorsese classic, uh, Goodfellas. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, uh, you know that in my top five movies of all time that made me a movie fan, uh, Goodfellas is in that top five. Uh, the movie is perfect. Uh, it is the in my opinion, the best mob movie, even better than The Godfather. And The Godfather's phenomenal, but I still like Goodfellas more. And uh, Ray Liotta's performance anchors that film. Obviously, he's the main character in the film. He's pretty much in every scene of Goodfellas. And the fact of the matter is he's acting up against Joe Pesci, who won an Academy Award for that film. Also, Robert De Niro, Paul Sorvino, uh, Frank Vincent, all these great actors um, that were in the film. And uh, Ray Liotta, obviously being in his, I think, early 30s when he made that film, uh, stands up next to all of those performances, and he's phenomenal in Goodfellas. I actually first noticed him in the movie Something Wild, which I believe came out in 86, directed by Jonathan Demme. It starred uh, Jeff Daniels and Melanie Griffith. Uh, He was a menacing figure. I think he was Melanie Griffith's character's ex-boyfriend, if I remember right. And uh, he just cut a menacing, charismatic figure Uh, as an actor and that's really his biggest talent you know he was mesmerizing to look at he was just a powerful screen presence and another film I want to recommend as well that he's fantastic in is a film called Copland which was written and directed by James Mangold Uh, that's a little I don't know if it's a little seen or little known it definitely wasn't a huge box office hit but uh, this was the film with uh, a great cast including Liotta Ray Liotta it had Harvey Keitel it starred actually Sylvester Stallone in a dramatic role that he hadn't done in a while, and he was fantastic in it. Uh, Robert De Niro's in it. Um, Robert Patrick of Terminator 2 is in it. And uh, Ray Liotta plays, uh, so basically Copland is a, <clears throat> a story about cops that live in, over in New Jersey that basically run this town. Uh, and 
and uh, Stallone is the police chief, but there's a lot of corrupt cops that live in this area, and as the corruption kind of goes to a head, Ray Liotta's character is one of the ones that kind of sticks up uh, for the beleaguered uh, cop in Stallone's character. It's a fantastic performance. It's a fantastic film, so I highly recommend it as well. Of course, one of his other famous performances is in Field of Dreams. Uh, he comes in late in the film as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Also, obviously, Field of Dreams, classic movie as well. Uh, he's fantastic in that part. And funny, in recent years, uh, my wife and I actually watched him on the NBC television show Shades of Blue, uh, which starred him and Jennifer Lopez. So he did that show for three seasons. Uh, he was the head of a unit uh, that she was a cop in, and, and uh, it's a fantastic move, uh, fantastic show, and he was great in it as well. Uh, so again, um, rest in peace to Ray Liotta, fantastic actor. Uh, he's done a lot of great work. Definitely check out uh, his films, and of course, give Goodfellas a rewatch. That's always good for a rewatch to see uh, his phenomenal performance in that film. All right, going to get into the subject for today's episode. Like I said, a little bit different. This is the first time I'm doing an actor profile, so I am going to be talking about one of my favorite actors of all time, if not my favorite actor of all time, and that is Gene Hackman. So if you are a movie fan of any level, you've heard of Gene Hackman or at least seen him in films. Uh, so he started acting in the 50s uh, and into the 60s. He did a lot of television and then started to do movies in the late 60s. So his first breakout role was in Bonnie and Clyde, um, directed by Arthur Penn. I haven't seen, shockingly, I haven't seen Bonnie and Clyde. That's the classic film with Warren Beatty, Faye Dunaway, Estelle Parsons, and, and Gene Hackman as well. That's where he became uh, noticed on the big screen as an actor. And his probably next big role after Bonnie and Clyde is a film I have seen, which is, of course, uh, The French Connection, directed by William Friedkin. It came out in 1971, and he plays Detective Popeye Doyle on the hunt for a heroin smuggler. Um, fantastic performance. He won an Academy Award for that performance as Best Actor. And one of the things about Gene Hackman, and as I do more of these actor profiles uh, through this podcast, uh, for me anyway, you're going to see a theme as far as who my favorite actors are. Now, back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, especially in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, um, you had kind of the new wave of Hollywood. The old studio system was going by the wayside. And then, of course, you had these young directors coming out of film school like Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Brian De Palma. Francis Ford Coppola, uh, Hal Ashby, a bunch of directors coming in young in their early 20s uh, with a new sensibility and a new style and a new gritty uh, type of storytelling. And the other thing that was happening at that time as well is actors were, there was, I know you're, you're, you're familiar with the term character actor. So uh, a character actor is someone uh, that you have seen in hundreds of roles, whether it's television, movies, or both, and you know that person. And a character actor is a huge compliment for me anyway because you know when you see certain character actors in whatever role they're in, whether it's a television show or a movie, and regardless of the quality of the movie, either the movie is fantastic or the movie is eh or the movie is terrible, when you have a solid character actor in one of the roles in any one of these particular productions, you know that they are always going to be good. And that's the highest compliment that I can pay as a moviegoer to an actor. When I see an actor show up in a movie, regardless of the quality of the overall film, I know that actor is going to be good in the role that they're playing because they're professional, they're talented, and 
the the term character actors really it's people that are not movie stars or television stars. They're not the lead in a movie or the lead in a, in a television show. Sometimes you get lucky and you get character actors that 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 are cast in lead roles because they're so fantastic and they get those occasional chances to shine as a lead actor. But most of the time, it's in a supporting role and they always bring something great to a production, which is why I, I am a big fan of character actors. And the reason I bring that up when it, when I talk about Gene Hackman is Gene Hackman, if Gene Hackman started today, I think he would still be a successful actor. I don't know how successful he would be, but he came in in the era of character actors that also became movie stars. And I put in that category quite a few actors, especially in that late 60s, early 70s. So you've got Hackman, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, who was also a roommate of Gene Hackman when they were young, and Al Pacino, just to name a couple of the, the, the actors that were character actors that became actually movie stars. So what I mean by that is leads in films, carrying movies, starring in them as the star of the film, even though you would think their lane would be a character actor supporting role, and they're all great. But like I said, we're going to focus on Gene Hackman. So, of course, early in his career, he wins an Academy Award for The French Connection, in 1971 and then throughout the 70s he made um very good movies uh some highlights the conversation uh 1974 which was uh coppola's follow-up to the godfather and uh he plays a a a sound engineer that's 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 bugged somebody's house and, and it's a thriller a great kind of paranoid thriller from that time and then he made the film night moves which i've seen i saw it a long time ago with a young melanie griffith uh in it as well, also directed by Arthur Penn, where he's a a private detective. So as we go through the 70s, uh, he's, his career is becoming more and more, uh, becoming larger. And then, of course, in the late 70s, he's in the film that I've, that I've named also. I've named Goodfellas already with Ray Liotta. He was in Superman 1978 and Superman 2, and actually also Superman 4, but he played Lex Luthor in Superman. And he is, that's probably my first exposure to Gene Hackman. Well, it would have been because I saw Superman when I was a kid in the movies and, and he was fantastic as Lex Luthor. It's, he brings the, the hamminess in a good way, the seriousness of what his plans are as the bad guy. Uh, his interactions with Ned Beatty are fantastic. Uh, and he's great as Lex Luthor. So that's when I first noticed uh, Gene Hackman. So as we go into the seventies, going into the eighties, um, he is in hit or miss films. Um, he doesn't have uh, a huge, I think, ton of successful films in the 80s. Uh, the, the highlight film for me, for him, was, um, there's two movies actually, one, three movies, let me take that back. So he started a bunch of movies in the 80s as well, but um, he was in Hoosiers in 1986. So obviously Hoosiers, if you're a fan of the sports movie, that's one of those classic uh underdog sports films and he plays coach coach norman dale i've seen it a hundred times dennis hopper actually is great in the movie as well he gets he gives an oscar nominated performance as the alcoholic uh, um, dad of one of the teammates that he ends up bringing on as an assistant coach but norman dale played by hackman uh, comes to the small town uh, he was a big time college coach that was fired after an incident um, involving a player uh, so that uh, basically he was banned from the NCAA. So his old friend gives him a job at uh, this Indiana high school to coach high school basketball. And this is basically his last chance to coach. 
and it's a fantastic performance. It's a fantastic movie. Obviously, the, the town folk don't trust him. Um, he's got some more unorthodox ways of coaching the team, and then you see him build the team, and then they go you know, into the playoffs, into the climactic championship game like these sports underdog movies do. Um, the same, uh, David Ospaugh was the director of the film, and uh, he also directed the other sports movie that people seem to love, which is Rudy, uh, which came out, I think, five or six years later in the early 90s. Uh, starring uh, Sean Astin. So that's a great performance by Hackman. Uh, I love that movie. I've seen Hoosiers dozens of times. That's a, it's a great one. It's a good sports film. Great performance by Hackman, who's, who's great, like I said, in pretty much anything he's in. Um, he was also in the fantastic Kevin Costner thriller, No Way Out, kind of the sexy romantic thriller, political thriller. It's got um, Costner, Sean Young, and uh, Gene Hackman in it as well. Uh, he's fantastic in that film. And then there is a film that came out in 1988 called Mississippi Burning. So he plays an FBI agent in that film along with Willem Dafoe. It tells the story of the, the true story of the, is a dramatization of the true story of the, of the civil rights workers that were murdered in Mississippi when they were trying to register um, black people to vote. And, uh, they come up missing, and then the FBI sends these agents to come down. Gene Hackman's character um, was a sheriff in the South, but then becomes an FBI agent. And uh, I know there's some people that criticize the film kind of as one of those white savior movies, but it, it's a fantastic movie with a fantastic performance by Hackman. Uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for this film. Uh, it's worth it just to watch his performance. It's a ferocious, fierce performance. Uh, in the film. Defoe was good as well. Uh, there's a young Frances McDermott in one of her first roles. She's in the movie. Uh, Michael Rooker's in it, who's always great. Speaking of character actors that are always great in everything that they do. Uh, Rooker's in it. Uh, you have a good performance from, um, I'm losing his name. He was the voice of uh, Chucky and Child's Play, and he also was in One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Now I'm going to have to look up his name because I don't remember now. Um, he gives a great performance as well in the film. Uh, but it's an excellent, Brad Dourif, but it's an excellent performance by Hackman uh, as the FBI agent. Uh, like I said, a ferocious, fierce performance. It's a great movie. It's an entertaining film, uh, and it tells, obviously, a dark chapter in American history, but it's a, it's a good one. And then the following year, in 1989, uh, there's another movie I want to recommend that I think a lot of people have not seen, and it's called uh, The Package. So it stars Hackman, Joanna Cassidy, and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. It's directed by Andrew Davis, who um, directed The Fugitive with Harrison Ford and also directed, and I know people joke about Steven Seagal's career, rightfully so, about where it's gone, but Andrew Davis actually directed two the two really good Seagal films. His first one, Above the Law, and then the uh, film Under Siege, which also had Tommy Lee Jones. The two best Seagal movies uh, were directed by Andrew Davis, and he did a great job with The Fugitive, and he does a good job with this film as well. Um, so he plays, um, Hackman plays a Green Beret, Johnny Gallagher, he's ex escorting a prisoner back to the United States, uh, the prisoner played by Tommy Lee Jones, but he escapes and then he has to go get him. So it's a fantastic, action-packed, entertaining film, again, with another great performance by Hackman in that role. So check out the package if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a film that came out, I don't think it did very well, uh, but it was well-reviewed at the time when I saw it, I remember. And uh, I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. If you're looking for a flick to watch, that's a good one. So then moving into, out of the 80s, into the early 90s, um, 
He was in Postcards from the Edge, which came out in 1991. He had a supporting role in that film. Uh, that's a film directed by Mike Nichols, uh, starring Meryl Streep and uh, Shirley MacLaine. So this is based on the novel by Carrie Fisher. So, of course, you know Carrie Fisher is an actress, Princess Leia, Blues Brothers. Uh, she became a well-regarded author and screenwriter. Uh, and Postcards from the Edge is basically the story of her life uh, with addiction to drugs. And, of course, it, the film is loosely based on her life. And then, of course, uh, Meryl Streep plays the Carrie Fisher character. And Shirley MacLaine plays her mother, um, which would be Debbie. Her mother is, of course, Debbie Reynolds. So that's a great, entertaining, funny, uh, dramatic film that Hackman has a, um, a supporting role in. So going into the early 90s again, we go back to... Uh, his second Oscar nomination, or actually his third Oscar nomination, excuse me, and I think and win. So he wins an Oscar for the Clint Eastwood film Unforgiven. If you go back a couple of episodes in this podcast, I've reviewed Unforgiven, and uh, it's my favorite Western of all time. Uh, it's my favorite Clint Eastwood Western that I've seen of all time. I haven't seen all of Clint Eastwood's Westerns, um, but uh, Unforgiven is, is fantastic. It won Best Picture. Well, it won Best Director for Eastwood and won Best Supporting Actor for Hackman, who's great as Little Bill, uh, kind of the sadistic, cruel sheriff of the town. Um, and uh, he's fantastic. It's a fantastic film. Great performance by him. Uh, and like I said, just a great Western, one of the best Westerns I've ever seen, and one of them, probably my favorite Clint Eastwood film, both performance-wise and him directing it as well. And then the following year, he was in a film that is one of my wife's favorites. I like it as well. Uh, he was in The Firm, which was the adaptation of John Grisham's first novel. And I had read the novel at the time, so I was looking forward to the film. And, and it's directed by the great late uh, Sidney Pollack and uh, starring Tom Cruise. And Gene Hackman as a critical role as one of the senior partners in the law firm that Cruise is uh, recruited to work for. So if you know the novel, if you've seen the movie, I'm sure... Obviously, uh, Tom Cruise is highly regarded out of law school. He gets accepted uh, with a great job, great salary to this law firm in Memphis. And uh, it turns out as the movie unfolds that the, that the law firm is involved in some very shady dealings uh, with organized crime. And uh, Gene, like I said, Gene Hackman plays one of the senior partners that kind of mentors uh, Tom Cruise's character. Uh, so he's fantastic in that film. Again, a supporting role uh, in a great film. And he's, he's great in it. It also has the great... Uh, Wilford Brimley as a bad guy. He's fantastic in the firm as well. So if you haven't seen that one, a lot of people have. I'm sure you have. If not, that's worth a rewatch. That's a great movie. That's one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. And so we continue through the 90s. So he was in a, a bunch of films. He was in The Quick and the Dead with Sharon Stone and uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio, young Leo DiCaprio. And then uh, 95 brings Crimson Tide, which is directed by the late, great Tony Scott, starring Hackman and Denzel Washington. So this is kind of, this movie is kind of a variation on the Kane Mutiny, the Humphrey Bogart film, where uh, Hackman is the captain of a submarine, so instead of a ship, it's a submarine, and he seems to be mentally off, and Denzel Washington is the, is the first officer on this, on this submarine, and takes control of the submarine from his commanding officer, and then obviously, uh, you know, the, the, the drama that ensues from that from that decision. Uh, so it's a fantastic uh, face-off between two great actors, Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. And Hackman, of course, is great, as always. And then actually that same year, another great film came out, uh, Get Shorty, 
which is directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, was starring John Travolta, Rene Russo, and Hackman. It's a adaptation of one of the Elmore, Elmore Leonard novels. It's a f- hilarious film. So Travolta plays Chili Palmer, um, a mob enforcer that ends up getting into the movie business uh, as a producer. It's just it's a funny send up, a funny spoof of Hollywood, of gangster movies. Uh, it's it's hilarious and and uh, and um, and Hackman is a producer director in the film and he's fantastic and it's a great performance as well and then um he's in a movie the year after the birdcage which is directed i think that's also mike nichols directed and that was uh the remake of la caja foe with uh with robin williams and nathan lane as a gay couple that lives in miami and uh their son is about to get married and gene hackman plays the bride's father diane weiss plays the mother uh he's hilarious and it's worth it uh, you get to see Gene Hackman, no spoiler alert here, you get to see Gene Hackman in a dress uh, in the film, in drag, which is pretty funny, actually. Uh, so definitely check out that. That's a funny, you know, Robin Williams is great. That's a funny uh, film as well. So we go through the 90s. He's done a bunch of other films, The Chamber, Absolute Power. Um, and then in 1998, he was in a huge hit, uh, a, a Bruckheimer production as well, uh, Enemy of the State uh, with Will Smith. So he's like a paranoid person that thinks the government's out to get everybody it's kind of people of and i haven't seen the conversation but people almost uh talk about that film as a bookend uh to his character that he played in the conversation kind of a paranoid uh expert of 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 um what's the word i'm looking for surveillance that's the word thank you he's a he's an expert surveillance person so that's a very entertaining movie as well and then in 2000 he did a film, actually, uh, it's a it's a minor movie, but it's actually really entertaining. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'm a, I'm a big football fan. So he did a film with Keanu Reeves called The Replacements, where he played the head coach. So The Replacements was based on, or loosely based, or dramatiz- a dramatization of the, if you remember in the late 80s, I think it was a 1987 season, the NFL players went on strike. So the owners brought in replacement players to play, um, I believe it was half the season, uh, and then, so this team, the fictional team in this movie is, is, is the replacement players. The coach is still there coaching. Gene Hackman's the coach. Keanu Reeves is the quarterback. It's, it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a great film of all time, but I found it very entertaining, very funny. And it's a fun movie to watch. So if you haven't seen that one, it's good. And he's good in it. Like I said, Hackman always brings the gravitas, the seriousness and, and, and just his great talent to every role that he does. And then in the early 2000s, this is where it begins to slow down because, of course, if you know Hackman's history, I mean, he just, I think, believe he just turned 90, actually, uh, last year. And uh, he retired from movie making after his last film, which was Welcome to Mooseport, which was the comedy he did with Ray Romano in 2004. Uh, a couple of years before that, he did Behind Enemy Lines, which is a critically acclaimed movie with Owen Wilson. Uh, he did The Royal Tannenbaums, the Wes Anderson film, uh, which he's great, and he's the kind of the patriarch of the Tannenbaums, the quirky oddball family of that Wes Anderson film. And uh, he did a film called Heist as well. Uh, I think that's a David Mamet either directed or wrote that film, if I remember right. Yeah, he wrote and directed it. It's a David Mamet film. I haven't seen that one. But it's Hackman, Danny DeVito, Delroy Lindo, Sam Rockwell, great cast. So uh, one I want to check out, I'm sure he's great in it as well. So that's basically uh, a shortcut of his career. And as I stated early on, my one of the reasons I love Gene Hackman is, like I said, he was from that era of actors that were character actors that 
their talent and the opportunities that they were afforded due to their talent made them movie stars. So Gene Hackman was a he became a movie star, and uh, you know he's he had that that path of working as a, a working actor, inhabiting the roles that he is bringing bringing what he brings to every single role. And like I said, he's made a bunch of great movies. He's made a bunch of okay movies. He's made a bunch of mediocre movies, but even the movies that are not so great. He brings everything to it, and he's great in everything that he does, even if the movie is not great. And that's, like I said, that's the best compliment I can give any actor, uh, movie star or character actor. But he's definitely, in my opinion, one of those character actors that became a movie star. Uh, Like I said, just like Hoffman, Pacino, De Niro. Um, And a modern example I give now is is Paul Giamatti. Now, I don't think he ever became a movie star per se. Uh, but he's been he's great in everything he does. I know he's on the show Billions. I actually don't watch that. I don't have Showtime. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of Giamatti, and I think he was on the verge, I think, of becoming a huge star. Um, I think his breakout role would have been Lady in the Water, the movie he made with uh, M. Night Shyamalan. It just unfortunately that movie did not do well. Uh, but he's fantastic character actor. Uh, that's a working actor. That's great in everything. Uh, so it, that's my comparison. But Hackman is one of my favorite actors of all time. And like I said, I've, I've gone back to his films. I, like I said, I can name you a bunch of them. Uh, Mississippi Burning, um, Hoosiers, Royal Tannenbaums, French Connection, Superman, of course. A, a lot of films that I've seen over and over again, Unforgiven, uh, that I've seen over and over again just for his performances in those films, and he's fantastic in those movies. So if you are not a fan of Gene Hackman or if you not have not seen any Gene Hackman films, uh, I would definitely get on that. If you're a movie buff, he's a fantastic actor. Like I said, if you want a kind of a variation, like I said, I would recommend French Connection, Superman, Unforgiven, and um, Hoosiers. Just as a sampling of what he can do, he's fantastic. And like I said, you can there's a dozens of other movies you can see uh, with Hackman that are that that are fantastic, and I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, so that is my profile on actor Gene Hackman. And like I said, he I believe just turned ninety, if I remember right. Here, let me see when his birthday was. I think he just turned ninety. Yeah, because he was born in nineteen thirty. So actually, he is uh, ninety two. Uh, so uh, he is still around. I believe he lives in Arizona with his wife. And I believe over the last 18 years since he's been retired, he's been uh, he's written a couple of novels. So I know he's a novelist and and he'll he'll do interviews occasionally. Uh, I know he uh, released a comment when director Richard Donner died, the director of Superman. And he uh, recalled some memories of working with him uh, as Lex Luthor in that film. So he'll pop up every now and then. Uh, to do an interview, but he's pretty much, uh, I don't want to say a recluse, but he doesn't, obviously he doesn't act anymore. He just lives in in peace. And I think it's actually New Mexico, not Arizona, where he resides now. So again, a uh, huge fan of Gene Hackman. And uh, he would be one of my people that I would love to interview. I could interview anybody for this podcast. I think that would be a fantastic uh, interview. Uh, but again, if you are a fan of Gene Hackman, I encourage you to revisit his films. If you are a person that has not seen any Hackman films, definitely seek that out. Uh, if you want to see fantastic acting, naturalistic acting, just a just a great, great actor, uh, definitely check out Gene Hackman's films and his and see his uh, wonderful performances. All right, so that's the first actor profile for this podcast. Like I said, I'm going to do other actor profiles from time to time in between my movie reviews and uh, talk about some of my favorite actors and some of my favorite roles in the films that they've done. 
So again, this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. I discuss and review movies new and old, except episodes like this when I discuss actors that I am a big fan of. Like I said, you can find this podcast wherever you get your audio podcasts. I would ask if you do listen on a podcasting app, if you can rate and review, that would be extremely helpful. Uh, That's a way for the show to grow and to uh, get a larger audience and have a way for people to find this show if they're seeking out a new movie podcast. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. The second thing I would ask, if you follow me on Twitter, if you can uh, retweet any of my posts regarding episodes, I would appreciate that. Uh, As an independent podcaster, the two ways I can get to grow this audience is one, word of mouth on, on social media, and two, if you can rate and review the show, I'd appreciate it. If you have any comments about the show, any suggestions on movies you'd like me to review, uh, you can email the show. That email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. That is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. And if you want to download any episodes of this show from all the way to episode one till now, you can go to the show's website, which I encourage you to do anyway. All of my links to my social media are there. Uh, the email address is there, and the shows are there for you to download. The website is letmebendyourear.com. Again, that's letmebendyourear.com. So again, uh, I encourage anyone that's not checked out a Gene Hackman film to check him out. Uh, he's fantastic, one of the greatest actors of all time. And again, thank you for listening to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I'll be back soon with a new movie review. And I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Take care.